Welcome to Leaders Lift, the podcast for anyone trying to take a more deliberate approach to getting more out of life. Now, I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. This is episode 41, dropping on December 20th, 2023. It's part three of my end of year, bleeding into next year series designed to help you with your end of year assessment and planning efforts. In part one, I talked about comparisons and the dangers of them. Part two was about the concept of a minimum viable plan. You should go back and listen to those if you haven't yet. For part three today, I want to talk about the challenge almost all of us face, and that's the wrestle between being busy and making meaningful progress. This concept ties into a lot I've discussed over the last year. Yes, it's almost been a year since I dropped the first episodes around prioritization, identifying what matters most, and many, many other topics. So stick around for that. I do want to apologize. I'm still getting over this cold or whatever it was that I had. I have a feeling it's going to be around for a bit. Hopefully when I come back from the holidays, it'll be gone, but I'm doing my best. Before I dive in, don't forget to do all the things. Share, like, follow, subscribe, all of those things. You know, the end of year is a great year to start some new habits. And if you have some friends that could benefit from some of the things I've been talking about with, share the podcast with them. It's super easy for them to do it for free. They can listen for free. You can listen for free, share for free, all those kinds of things. And, you know, just put it in while you're working out, taking a walk, whatever the case may be. So check out the show notes. There's links to everything you need to know there. And if you like video versions or you like to listen to your podcasts on YouTube in the background, check out the YouTube channel because I put up the episode in a full video as well. Now, just a little programming note, and that's why I said this series is going to bleed into next year. I'm going to push off releasing the last of this four-part series until the first week of the year. I don't think anybody really is going to be paying attention that week of Christmas anyway. So that means that episode 42, which will be part four, should drop on January 3rd. So before I do a whole lot, let me try and get us on the same page. And maybe the best way to do that is to talk about what do I mean by meaningful progress? It's pretty simple and straightforward. Are you spending enough time on the things that help you move down the path to your goals or your most potential? Or are you allowing life to pull you off the path and distract you with the never-ending list of things that need slash should slash must be done? This applies to career progress, personal development, including things like becoming the kind of person that you want to be, family time, community, church, etc. I'm sure all of you can identify at least a few areas where you would like to make progress, real, meaningful progress. Now, what happens for most of us is that life comes at us, and if we're not deliberate about where we spend our time, the most limited resource that all of us have, then life fills that time for us with whatever is coming down the road. And more often than not, those things are not aligned with what will help you move down the path you've chosen. Now, I wish I could tell you that there was some formula or list of criteria that would help you figure this out, but the reality is that this, is, this whole concept is filled with gray areas. And let's start by talking about progress and see if we can figure this out together. So first, fake progress. The reality is that all of us have more things we could be doing than we even have time to do. So there's always a decision to be made. What do we work on? We could easily fill every minute of our days with tasks, to-dos, and activities. A lot of people do that, and then they believe that that's the best way to move forward in life. 
But if you follow this methodology, what are the odds that you're going to get to the things that are going to help you make the most meaningful progress, move down the path that you've chosen to your most potential? Now, these tasks that life will throw at us, most of them are just going to be easier than the most meaningful ones, and they're going to appear to need to be done, right? They seem like, yes, I just have to get that done. But how many of those really will help you move down the path to your most potential? And I'm not saying that they don't have to be done. They do, because they really look like that. But what I'm saying is that if every day is just filled with those tasks that just have to be done, but don't really help you get where you want to go, you may feel like you're making progress at the end of the day, but I would ask the question, towards what are you making progress? Now, example are dishes, and the lawn needs to be mowed, and cleaning up your workspace, organizing the files on your computer, all of these routine things that we have to do, going to meetings, whatever the case may be. Those are the kinds of things that life is just going to throw at us that we need to learn to deliberately deal with. Let's contrast with that with the idea of meaningful progress. Now, these are the activities that you can engage in that will help you really move forward down the path you've chosen. Often these things require much more effort. They may not have a checkbox that you're ever going to get to check off. And they may take effort over very long periods of time, sometimes without showing much, if any, progress. And this is like my example last week when I talked about my daily Portuguese study in Duolingo. Doesn't really seem like I'm making progress, but all of a sudden that song I was listening to clicked in my head. These meaningful things are often the things that are, that are hard to get started, right? Oh, do I really want to start that right now? Do I have enough time? And then they're even more difficult to continue with because they're not going to be the easiest things. But again, hopefully they're going to be the most meaningful. They are often the things that will make the biggest difference in your life. Let me see if I can throw out a couple of examples here. So you have a goal to move into management, into a management role, and the local community college offers a night class on business management and leadership. Now, you could still sign up for those internal company classes that have nothing to do with management just to get your learning credits and check that off your list. Or you could build a plan that would allow you to attend and pay for that management class. Now, which of those two things do you think is going to make the biggest difference? Now, another example, I made this one up because I got thinking about, you know, family activities and stuff. Let's say that next year you have a goal to do more family activities. So you decide to sign everyone up for a membership at the local rec facility. It's got pools and gym and classes and arts and crafts and everything you can imagine at the local rec facility. How often are you going to go as a family? You're going to say, okay, kids, it's, you know, Saturday afternoon. We're all loading in the car. We're going to the rec facility. Great. You get everybody in the car, some willingly, some not. And when you get there, everybody goes, I'm hitting the pool. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go take this class. I'm going to go do this, blah, 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 blah. So you get there and you're all off in different directions anyway. Huh? Is that really that meaningful? You can check that off the list. Yep, we're doing activities as a family. We're all going to the rec center. Or would something else have been better? Would it have been better to just tell everyone, hey, one evening a week, we'll plan it, whatever frequency you want to use, we're going to have a family activity, and we'll rotate who chooses it, and this is blah, blah, more planning. So that one's more difficult, but which of those two would also be more meaningful? So this is this conflict that we have between life just filling our lives with activities that may need to be done versus us being deliberate and saying, I want to do the things that are most meaningful. They're going to help me get where I want to go. 
So how do we deal with this wrestle that we have? Well, number one, you've got to learn to prioritize and plan. And that's what this whole series is about, is about planning exercises. But remember last week, we talked about a minimum viable plan and keeping that super flexible. So that's number one. You got to plan and prioritize, but you've got to be flexible. You need to learn to prioritize those things that are going to make the biggest difference and are the most meaningful. Okay? That's the number one thing. They have to be first on the list. You have to put them up there. Now, you also need to learn to see how getting busy work, the things that aren't quite as meaningful, done, that still have to get done, can help you move forward because you are going to have to get them done or you may not ever get to those other things. But you also have to be deliberate and plan on how and when you're going to tackle those things. Now, one way that may help with this is to understand your own flow. And what do I mean by that? Well, some people have more energy and their minds are sharper in the morning. Others need to get up and build momentum before they get to that state. And then there's others whose peak is at night. Now, if you know when you're at your peak, that's when you want to focus on the most meaningful things. Tackle the busy work that absolutely has to be done when you don't need as much energy or as focus, when you can just kind of go through the motions, doing the dishes, mowing the lawn, you know, cleaning up your office. I've heard a lot of people take a chance at the end or take the time at the end of the year to clean up their offices and organize things because a lot of people are out. So there's not a lot of people to collaborate with. So you may not have as much meaningful work to do at the office during the end of the year. So that's just one idea. But you need to know when you need to focus on the most meaningful things, but then also when you're going to tackle those things that just need to be done. And the other thing you need to do is you need to learn what kinds of things distract you the most or the easiest and how to deal with them. And these could be things that come in and it seems like they just absolutely need to be done. But if you were to stop and think about it for a minute, you'd realize, yeah, actually, they probably don't need to be done. So these are the distractions that come in. How are you going to learn to push them aside? How are you going to identify what ones need to be taken care of and which ones just need to be ignored? That's something else that you need to get good at doing. Now, I talk about this all the time. It wouldn't be one of my episodes if I didn't say you need to be deliberate. Don't just dive into something. It pops up in your inbox or whatever. Don't just dive into it. Take a few seconds to think about what you're about to do, how it fits into this bigger picture, and how it relates to everything else you have on your list. You may still decide to tackle it, but at least then it was a deliberate decision. Instead of just saying, all that popped up, I'll hurry and get it out of the way. And two hours later, you haven't tackled the other thing that you need to. And then from a deliberate standpoint, recognize that at times you have to get the busy work out of the way to do the more meaningful things. So for example, if you want to have a game night with your friends, you might need to get the basement clean before your parents will give you permission. Not the most meaningful thing in the world to clean the basement, but if you want to do that more important thing that you promised your friends you were going to do, it might have to get done. And then one that I thought of as I was preparing this is figure out if multitasking works for you. It doesn't work for everyone. But sometimes you can get some of the lower end meaningful things, the lower end meaningful things. I don't know if I said that clearly. You can get some of those things done while you take care of some of the busy work or other low end meaningful things. And so, for example, I do a lot of research by listening to podcasts. I also know that I need daily exercise. So I just combine the two. Same thing with doing routine things around the house. I always, almost always have my earbuds in if I'm you know, working on the trailer, working on the house, mowing the lawn, doing the yard work, whatever the case may be. I've got that in and sometimes it's just music to help me move along. And, but sometimes it's the podcast that I'm actually listening to as part of the research for this podcast, for my tech podcast, or for other things that I'm doing. So here's a couple of practical ap application examples. 
If you're a mom that's trying to work on your own development plan, but you're still running a household, I know time is a premium. Think about what you could be doing, maybe listening to, while you still try and keep up with the never-ending list that comes comes along with your household. Another application, if you're looking to make that next step into management, maybe think about how you could get more out of something as simple as attending the weekly staff meeting. Instead of sitting in the meeting with your mind wandering, pay attention to how your manager conducts the meeting preps for the meeting, etc. You already have to be there. So why not figure out how to get more out of that meeting and help you move forward down that path that you want to get to, which in this case was a management role. At this point, you should have started seeing some of the applications to assessments and planning, but let me just point a few things out here. If you're doing a formal plan or an end of year assessment or even something that's informal, number one, You want to identify the most important things that will help you move down the path to where you want to go. Make sure your top priorities will move you down that path and that you can give them the right amount of attention. Second, identify the busy work that you're just going to have to get done. Third, identify those other distractions or the busy work that may pull you away, things that you might decide you're going to tackle but might only be false progress, not meaningful progress. And then ensure that your MVP, your most, most, or going into Agile, your minimum viable plan has all of the most important things and that you know how and when you're going to tackle them and how you're going to make them the top priority. Second, build time in your MVP to do the things that have to get done. Include some of the when, where, and how ideas so you can still focus, including multitasking where it makes the most sense. And then build into your MVP ideas on how you're going to push aside the distractions that may come up. Simple, straightforward. So how do we roll this together? Well, first, you need to know where you want to go. Number one, I've been talking about that since day one. Where is your most potential? How do you want to get there? What are your goals and objectives? Second, you need to know what the most important things are to help you get there. And you need to have a plan for how to engage in those things. When, how, how to make sure you give them the most time or the right amount of time, etc. Then you need to understand what are the other things you won't have a choice to do and how you can get them done without taking away from those most important things. And then you need to know which things may come up that are distractions and how you're going to deal with them. All of this should be part of your MVP, your minimum viable plan. And it's going to require you to be deliberate about staying on the right path. It's not easy. And trust me, there will be many days when you get done and are exhausted and think that was a great day. And then you'll realize, oh, I didn't touch a single one of my top priorities. You know, you get to the end of the day, you're exhausted. I'm so tired. I must have made progress. And you just realize that you didn't because you got hung up on all of these other things. Now, don't get discouraged when that happens. Just figure out what to do better the next day. Well, I know this is another short episode, but thanks for sticking around. Don't forget, no new episode next week, but I'll be back on January 3rd to wrap up the series, and I'll be talking about letting go or saying no so that you can continue to move down that path of most potential. Until then, just enjoy some downtime if you can. We all need it. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next year.